If you and I met on a street and we were gonna introduce ourselves, I'm the person that would have first introduced myself with my vocation. I would have said, hi, I'm Dale Crankamp. I'm the head of human resources for, name the company. Until one day, the day that the job that defined Dale's identity went away. He knew his COO was laying off 25 leaders. He didn't know he was actually going to lay off one more. And he looked at me and he said, Dale, your name is on the list. And with those six little words, I became the 26th leader to lose their job. Where does my help come from? Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. After Dale Kreinkamp learned he was being laid off, he began to experience shock, confusion, shame, and frustration as he searched for a new job. But God was with Dale every step of the way. And today, he's sharing his story here on GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Dale discovered the importance of friends and family reaching out to someone who was unemployed. You'll hear Billy Graham talk about something similar a little later in the episode. You need the help of someone. You need someone to listen, someone to help. Jesus Christ is here. Jesus Christ is always ready to listen whenever you're ready to talk. Learn more about beginning a relationship with Him by visiting our website, findpeacewithgod.net. Or call our 24-hour prayer line. A trained volunteer is waiting to hear from you. The number is 888-388-2683. Both that number and a link to the website I just mentioned are in the show notes. GPS. God. People. Stories. Hi, I'm Dale Kreinkamp. I was uh, born and raised in the St. Louis, Missouri area. I was the second of three sons. Mom and dad were happily married for 61 years when dad passed. And uh, so it was it was a good upbringing. Um, lower middle class upbringing in the St. Louis suburbs. Dale Kreinkamp began his relationship with Christ in church. Church was a huge part of his childhood. We were uh, raised in a Lutheran church. It was always part of our life. You didn't miss a Sunday. We were there on a regular basis. And so when I went away to college, I actually tried not going to church for a while, and I couldn't do it. It just, something was missing in my life. Those roots had gone so deep that it just didn't feel right. At the end of his freshman year of college, Dale met a young woman who shared his faith. I went to her school's play with somebody that I knew, and she came and sat with us, ran into her a week later, and asked her out, and, you know, kind of the rest is history. That woman's name was Deb, and she and Dale got married in July of 1978. And uh, it's just been better each day ever since. Uh, We were blessed with three sons in our marriage. Dale was also blessed with a job he loved. He spent 25 years working in human resources for a hospital that employed thousands of people. The tail end of my career, I was the top human resource person for the organization. And uh, loved the career, loved the people, loved being in healthcare, loved being in a not-for-profit. Life was good. 
In 2003, two of Dale's sons were in college and the youngest was in high school. Dale had climbed to the top of the corporate ladder, and he had no reason to believe he wouldn't stay there. But then the hospital had some financial problems. A new chief operating officer told Dale to start planning for layoffs, beginning with 25 people in leadership positions. And I still remember, so it was a Tuesday, and I was in my office. And after I gave him the update, he got up and he stood behind his chair and he paused, which in retrospect seems a little bit odd today. And then he looked at me and he said, Dale, your name is on the list. And with those six little words, I became the 26th leader to lose their job. And I'd never lost a job or not had a job from the day I turned 16. It was just like this unexpected experience. Less than a year earlier, Dale had found a way to save the organization about a million dollars on a project. His job was supposed to be safe. Now, it was gone. One of the first things he did was call his wife. She was calm and she was kind. She was so good about that. Um, So affirming. We're going to be okay. Um, God has plans for us. Um, So she wasn't Um, She wasn't angry or anything like that. But the ride home, yeah, it just felt a little bit weird because I'd grown up in that place. I had spent 25 years there. Um, I was married while I was there. All of my sons were born. I had a lot of really strong friendships and the realization that in a short period of time, I wasn't going to be there anymore. Dale realized a huge part of his identity and self-worth came from his career. My identity was too tied up in my job. If you and I met on a street and we were going to introduce ourselves, I'm the person that would have first introduced myself with my vocation. I would have said, hi, I'm Dale Crankamp. I'm the head of human resources for name the company. And after that, I probably would talk about my family. You know, I'm happily married, have three sons, whatever, and see where the conversation would go. When all of a sudden you're unemployed and you don't have that identity tied to that vocation, that was really hard for me. After the initial shock came a lot of other emotions. There's a loneliness to being unemployed. Uh, I'm an extrovert. I didn't like to be alone, but everything else in the world went on normal. My wife went to work every day. The kids were in school. Dale's by himself. Um, And there's a loneliness that people don't understand what you're going through when you're unemployed. That loneliness is compounded for a lot of unemployed people right now because of the quarantines and social restrictions put in place as a result of COVID-19. Whether it's you that's unemployed or you know someone who's unemployed, Dale would urge you to reach out. He says the encouragement he received from his wife, his sons, and his friends helped pull him through a confidence-shaking experience. You just kind of feel rejected. I I describe it to people as I was in high school and I got cut from the baseball team. I felt rejected at that time. I didn't go home and pick up the phone and call all my friends to tell them I just got cut from the baseball team. You just kind of keep to yourself. And I would say I kept a little bit more to myself in those months than I might normally have. Um, Now, today with social media, I don't know that people are still ready to go put out on the social media that they lost their job. So that's that's a hard one for people to talk about, because even with this pandemic, 
millions of people have gone through that, people still don't like to talk about it. That makes it even more important to make an intentional effort to reach out to those you know who have lost their job. And not just when the job is initially lost. For a lot of people, the job search is long and it is frustrating. If you ever saw the movie Groundhog's Day with Bill Murray, where every day he kept living it over and over. But when you're unemployed and you keep reaching out, applying for jobs, trying to meet with people and nothing happens, at some point you just feel like this is never going to end. This is going to continue to be the same way. So people will slip into despair, which is really tough. And I think the other we didn't talk much about is really fear and worry. They really are companions for people. You see, our brains love certainty, we lo- which is why we get into routines. We like predictability. And when all of a sudden you lose your job, you just lost some predictability of what tomorrow's like. Dale realized jobs can give us a false sense of control and that being unemployed puts a spotlight on the truth that we were never in control to begin with. You don't control when you're going to have the next job, you control your efforts, but you don't control the results. And people then begin to ask what I call the will questions. Will I ever find another job? Will it pay as much as the job before? Um, Will we have to move to another city? Will I have to change industries? Will we lose the house? Uh, And those are all things about the future that hasn't even happened. And there's, there's one poster I saw that that I think is really important as it relates to fear and worry. It said, worry is a conversation we have with ourselves about things that we can't change. Prayer is a conversation with God about things that he can change. It's a good reminder to us to, to use our time back in, uh, back in prayer. As Dale prayed through his season of unemployment, he began to understand on a different level that his true identity is in Christ, not a career. And so that's a constant internal battle that I think many people go through, that it's not, it's not who you are, but it's whose you are. And we need to remember, you know, we're, we're God's children, and he doesn't make junk. And just because you're not the head of human resources doesn't mean I don't love you, doesn't mean I don't care about you. I'm here with you. But that's, that was hard for me. That was the toughest. Eight months passed without much progress, but God proved to be a good provider. Finances, he found ways to take care of things financially. Um, Friends that I hadn't heard from reached out. So there was a lot of what I call just, you know, God's amazing grace that comes to us, but it comes to us through other people. We just have to look and see it and accept it. Even though it was a difficult season, it had a silver lining. Dale was able to rest to read his Bible, spend time with his family, and pray about what he was supposed to do next. He also took the advice of a friend who gave him a journal and encouraged him to write down his thoughts. And I would write about the feelings that I was going through. And after a few months, I actually went and looked for a book like what I've written. I I was looking for, how do I get through this and deal with all these emotions? And where is God in that? And you couldn't find anything. There was no resource for it. And so I actually began to use some of the writings in my journal to draft some devotional thoughts. 
Different friends kept encouraging Dale to start his own consulting business, something that he rejected at first. But when corporate jobs weren't opening up, he decided to give it a try. I started my own consulting practice. And there's an example of how God opens doors when we're ready to take that step in faith. Um, I had no idea what I was doing as a consultant. I mean, not that I didn't know the technical side of thing, but I didn't know how to run a consulting practice. But God kept opening doors. So I didn't have to knock on doors to say, hey, I'm looking for business. People would call when they heard and they said, Dale, will you call this friend of mine? They need some help. Somebody else would introduce me to somebody else. And so God just kept opening doors for me in consulting. I had a chance to work places and meet people that I never would have um, if I had stayed where I was. Um, it just was a wonderful time in life. Five years of consulting led Dale to a new full-time job in the healthcare sector. It was another not-for-profit. I, I just was drawn back in, and so I did that for 10 years. And then uh, at the end of almost 10 years, again, some challenges, and again, my job was eliminated. Dale was laid off for the second time at the end of 2017. Once again, he couldn't find any resources that address the emotional and spiritual side of losing a job. So he cracked open his old journal and wondered whether his writing could help somebody else. It was when the second, the next job ended that I kind of looked up and said, okay, Lord, uh, must be time to do this. And then it was dusting off that material and realizing how much work it needed to do to fix it because my writing was not as good in the early days. And then it was, what are the things that are going to be important for people to know about as they go through this journey? I think that's one of the things God challenges us with. He says, you know, the things you go through, the trials are there for you to learn from them, but then they're for you to help others that are in a similar situation. And uh, so the book was then written in 2018, and it came out at the tail end of the year. Dale's book is titled, How Long, O Lord, How Long? Devotions for the Unemployed and Those Who Love Them. Dale believes it could be a help and comfort to people struggling through unemployment now, as the world marks one year since the coronavirus began its deadly sweep around the globe. Unemployment is right now on people's radar because they've seen the cause of the pandemic. But unemployment is bigger in this country than people really stop and realize or imagine. Each year, millions of people lose their jobs. It's not that unusual of a situation. But last year, like on so many levels, was on a completely different level when it came to unemployment. The Wall Street Journal reports that 2020 was the worst year for job losses since World War II. Chances are you know someone who is unemployed or underemployed. And so my hope is that you know, we will become more sensitive to those who are unemployed and reach out and help them. So what did Dale learn through two seasons of unemployment? I learned God never leaves us. He never forsakes us. Um, he's always there. He's somebody that we can give things over to. Um, he's amazingly compassionate in uh in caring for us. Um, I sometimes think when I might have wept, he was weeping also. I think that's the type of God that he is, that he does that. Um, and he wants the best for us. 
I, I've used the analogy before with people that sometimes I think God is like all of us as parents, that, you know, our child is saying, I want to do it my way. And you're saying, you know, if you just let me help, this can go a lot easier and a lot quicker. So I felt sometimes like I was a slow, stubborn learner because I wanted to do it my way. And when I kind of let go and said, all right, God, I need your help. How do we do this? Um, things happen. Proverbs 3, 5 is one of the Bible verses Dale has leaned on in difficult times. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Dale also found a lot of encouragement in the book of Ephesians, and he hopes anyone listening right now who's struggling with job loss will soak in these words. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So it was that reminder that said, Yeah, you might be unemployed and you might be feeling down on yourself right now because you haven't found a job yet, but that doesn't mean you're junk. You're God's handiwork, and I've got plans for you, buddy. Um, You may not know where they are, but I have plans for you. God loves you, and he has a plan for you, just like he had a plan for Dale. Whether you're struggling with unemployment, the pandemic, or anything else, we want to encourage you to reach out to God. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, or if you've strayed away from your faith, we invite you to visit findpeacewithgod.net right now. You can invite Jesus Christ into your life and you can chat with someone what it means to make Jesus Christ your Savior. The address again is findpeacewithgod.net. In just a minute, you'll get a life update from Dale, and he's also going to tell you more about the inspiration for the title of his book, How Long, O Lord, How Long? You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Family problem economic problems or some bad news from our family or our business or our job all of these are the things that pressure you and cause stress billy graham you need the help of someone you need someone to listen someone to help jesus christ is here and he is able to hold your hand through those problems and difficulties that you face in your life we reach up today in the darkness and hold the hand of Christ, and our fear goes. He said, be of good cheer, I'm here. Even if you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will be with you, don't be afraid. You can know what unshakable peace is. Jesus Christ offers that to you right now. Visit us online at findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Or call us, 888-388-2683. 
Dale Kreinkamp has been sharing his story of unemployment and hope on this episode of GPS. Now that he's in his mid-60s with five grandchildren, soon to be six actually, Dale doesn't plan to return to the corporate world. But he would like to keep writing, speaking, and helping people. One of the ways he's doing that is through his book, How Long, O Lord, How Long? Devotions for the Unemployed and Those Who Love Them. He says the inspiration for the title came straight from the Bible. It's actually from Psalm 6-3. And that's what I felt like at times. You know, how long is this going to last, Lord? And actually in Psalm 6-3, it actually says, my soul is in anguish. How long, O Lord? Which I think is what people have often that feeling of. So I wanted a title that would match the feeling that somebody was going through. The subtitle came because I wanted to give people a glimpse of what it was like to be unemployed. If I'm going to be a good friend and I've never been unemployed, I don't know what it's like to be unemployed. So how do, how can I best be a friend? So the book is really an ideal book for someone who wants to support somebody, but learn a little bit about what's going on for them. So it's for the spouse, it's for the father-in-law, it's for the friend to get a better glimpse of what that's like. Um, Actually got an email one time from somebody who'd been given the book, um, and this is what she wrote me. She said, after reading this, it caused me to have a different perspective of what he's going through. Her spouse was unemployed. And I was able to see that the way I was behaving wasn't helpful. By better understanding, she became a better spouse and connected better with her spouse on that journey. We want to thank Dale Kreinkamp for sharing his experiences and his insights with us on this episode of GPS. We also want to thank Sanctus Real for allowing us to use some of their music on this episode. And of course, we want to thank you for listening and for sharing this episode with someone who may need to hear it. I'm Phil Fleischman. I'm Jim Kirkland. GPS God People Stories is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Where does my help come from?